0: again welcome to the Falls on Love I am Nicole today I have with me somebody who I think has two unique identifiers one I think she's the youngest person I've talked to so far and two I think she's the only person I've talked to that has written YA so I'm just gonna get right into it let's welcome to the show Cassandra Carter how are you doing this hey. hey I'm good
1: I'm good I just got done stuff in my face actually so I'm really good
0: <laughs> oh that sounds amazing
1: <laughs> yeah I just got done eating I uh, just grabbed me some Starbucks. So I was just kind of getting a late start to my Sunday, kind of a lazy, lazy Sunday to start. But, you know, we all need some of those
0: sometimes. So, uh, absolutely. All right. So I'm going to get right into this. The first question I have is why did you choose to write romance, right? You could have written literary fiction, could have written mysteries, you could have written uh, ponies and panda bears yeah. that travel <laughs> the universe to solve crimes. But you chose. I mean, well, you know,
1: it's really interesting how it kind of came about because for me like I mean I wouldn't say it was something I always like read about or it was like really like my goal niche or anything to get into but it just kind of happened that way I just kind of naturally migrated that way um really you know when I wrote Fast Life I really wrote it to be more like urban fiction but I wanted to do something different because I got tired of reading what felt like kind of the same book over and over again by like different people just like different characters or something like but it was the kind of the same premise so I kind of like infused it with something different and that's kind of how it got to be a little bit more of an edgier like love story in that respect so um and honestly when I first started out I kind of like I was more like I guess hardcore (laughs) and I was more um more on the urban side of things like you know in my first uh version of fast life Kyra actually died like she was she died at the end of the book and stuff. And Harlequin, you know, they like the biggest romance publisher in the world. Kind of came back and was like, um, you gotta give them a happy ending. You gotta like, you know, people. You gotta sell people a fantasy in a sense and everything. And and then after that, like a lot of my other ideas, other ideas just kind of centered around love. Um, you know, even though like you know I'm single, it's still a part of my life. I still see it all around me. It's still something that you know inspires me. It's still something that you know I would you know, I have definitely stories about, like, dating and different things, but, you know, I haven't been, like, in love in a while, but, um, you know, it's still a fantasy, you know what I'm saying, and I think it's something that a lot of people share. I think a lot of stories, whether, like, they're good or bad, or even when they are, you know, fantasy, or even when they are action, I feel like love is really always at the core of everything. It's always, like, you know, the villain in the story is mad because of the love they didn't get. You know, the person, a lot of times the hero or the heroine is fighting for a love of someone or something or to save someone that they care about or, you know, somehow like love, it it's a part of everything. Like it's always gonna be there, I feel like in some way, shape or form. And I think that people just have to like recognize it in all of its forms. Because like I said, sometimes even in the cases where like you're dealing with something that looks like a negative and it is, like, it's that other side of love, you know, like, the the bad parts of love, I guess you could say, so.
0: I can dig it. Um, I definitely agree with you 100% about love being pretty much the catalyst for almost every good story. Mm-hmm. If not, all yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think you have a good story without love, you know what I'm saying? Whether it
0: doesn't even have to be, know? like, the romantic kind of love. It can be familial love, it can be platonic love. Yeah, but, I mean, look at, like, you know, like
1: look at Batman, like, look at Batman like he was you know missing the love of his parents you know he lost his parents I mean like that's still another component of it you know what I mean and that's a totally different job you know we're talking something totally on the other end of the spectrum but like it I feel like you're not gonna have a good story without love you know there's always like that main love interest or you know that person that they like that one that got away type thing or you -hmm. know even situations where people write about like being single for a long period of time and you know, you'll see stuff like I'll just be scrolling online and I'll see girls talk about that too like oh like I don't have anybody why am I not in a relationship? blah 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 and you know so those stories need to be told too and and everything so I feel like it's just a natural part of life I think it's just so ingrained into everything and and I really like I said I don't feel like there's any real good story you can look at that doesn't have that component to it. I don't even know how you really would build a story without without it. <laughs>
0: Yep. That's real life. Yeah. Right, so the second question is actually two questions, but you can mm-hmm. choose which one you will want to answer. Okay. So the first question is, what is the first romance novel you read and how did it make you feel? Oh, I forgot to say my little spiel. So, okay. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. About this. <laughs> so I normally say that if you have a good memory, you're probably going to want to ask the first question. Yeah. If you have a memory like Dory from Finding Nemo, you want to ask the second question. Okay. So first question is, what's the first romance novel you read and how did it make you feel? Uh, or you can answer, what is the last romance novel that you read that made you want to start writing something new?
1: Um, I'm trying to think. Like, What was the first romance book, like true romance I ever read? I think it was something, I want to say it was Eric Jerome Dickey, I think. Um, I want to say it was, I think it was Cream of My Coffee. I think that was the first one I read. If it wasn't that, it was probably True to the Game by Shannon Holmes. But you know, that's still kind of urban fiction. I don't think a lot of people would consider that kind of like romance, like a love story. But I know it like it had me emotional. I cried like multiple times when I read that book. And then like you know, with Eric with Eric's work, like his stuff is just so like, his descriptive ability is just so good. And he's somebody like I want to read like everything he's like ever written. And I need to really get on that a little bit better Um, because I've read a couple pieces of his, and it's just, I'm always, like, in awe of writers, especially the ones that can write in first person, because for me, like, I write in third, and I like to kind of be, like, that all-seeing, all-knowing eye, and and just be able to, like, just tell my story without restriction, and I feel like first person, um, it can be sometimes, so for the people, in my opinion, so, like, for the people that can really tell that story and make you feel like you're there and, like, give you everything still without being that. All-knowing eye and just telling it from this one perspective, like that's a challenge for me. So I, I, I admire that. But um, I think it was probably probably a toss-up between those two because um, I was in like eighth grade when uh, me and some of my friends kind of started like I guess you could say like our own little book club and we started kind of passing books back and forth that um we really probably shouldn't have been reading at the time. <laughs> um, and that's kind of how like I came across like coldest winter ever and stuff like that, and that was part of like the inspiration which helped. Eventually lead me to write like fast life, and I started reading a lot of the urban fiction from that point on, and and stuff like that. So,
0: all right, that is so interesting that you said that you find third person mm-hmm. easier because you can write from the pretty much the omniscient, like, yeah, impartial party. Mm-hmm. I write everything in first, mm-hmm. and so <laughs> when I try to write third, I feel like I'm I, I can't know it all. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like okay, I know where this is going, but. <laughs> it might not go there if I let right. the characters leave there. So it's interesting to see how other people sort of, um, how they relate to the different, uh, yeah. you know, points of view we can write through and, yeah. how, cause I'm finding a lot more people find it easier to write in third than in first. And third mm-hmm. is technically what most romance is written in, but yeah. yeah, it's so hard for me to write in third. It's ridiculous. This isn't about yeah. me <laughs> and
1: I, you know. And it's funny you bring that up, too, because, like, I was, I had, like, another phone interview last night, and I was saying to her, you know, I thought about, like, playing with the idea of maybe doing a project in first person or even attempting to, and I was like, you know, but I just kind of want to stick to, like, what I'm good at and what I know, and, like, that's that's my style, you know what I'm saying? So I don't really want to change it to that degree. Like, I mean, it would be cool if I could do both, I guess, but I don't want to, like, force anything. So, you know, if if a character is speaking to me and I, and I can tell that story in that way, and I feel like I'm not like sliding the story or myself or the readers or anything, then you know, I probably would go ahead with that if, you know, if it was speaking to me in that way. But um yeah, you know, I don't know. It just third person was it for me. And then it's just been it ever since. We four books in and we still the same. So I don't really see it changing. If
0: it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's my mom. Yeah, for real. So. <laughs> all right. So my last question is what is one theme or trope in romance that you have not written yet but you want to?
1: Um, I mean, I guess this is kind of along the lines of romance, you can say, but like, I've been thinking about erotica a little bit. Okay, kind of going a little, (laughs) a little uh, more wild with it. Um, so with that, like, you know, even with the books I, I've i written previously, so we got like two young adult books. And then so I did those with, you know, Combined True and the Harlequin imprint and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And that was like the young adult romance. And then, you know, I did the two books, which is like continuing on the Fast Life series. So we continued to finish that out for two books. And I did that like on my own. So independently. So I'm like traditionally and independently published and everything like that. Um, You know, now is the time for me to like move on and pursue some original ideas for me that's like where i'm at right now and um uh, like creatively and i've had people comment on the previous sex scenes that i've written like comparing it kind of like to zane or like you know something of that nature mm-hmm. and um i'm just like with the way that people kind of like respond to scandal and sex in general you know i'm just like it'll be kind of interesting to see like you know, I can make an impact on this genre, like, if I could write something, like, really sexy, you know, because I wouldn't want it to just be, like, a raunchy book, like, I'd want it to be well written, I'd want it to be, like, really, like, hot and steamy, and, like, okay, like, this is, like, Like this is really good, (laughs) I gotta put this down for a minute, like, take a cold (laughs) shot, you know, like, I want it to really have an effect, and, like, really, like, be done well, and so, like, that's part of why I don't rush my books, I don't rush my writing, like, you know it i've had big gaps in time for different reasons you know what i'm saying but like i'm not i'm not this popcorn 99 cents popping out a book every month just to keep something out there type of writer like i'll never be that writer um but i would say like the ideas i'm developing right now like it's still kind of along that line it's still always going to have like that urban flair to it kind of um but yeah they are kind of like merging i think those two worlds and and you know there's still like a uh, element of romance there but it's kind of getting a little more um risque I guess <laughs> so um, yeah because I just I just want to do different things I want like I really want to bring some new like an original ideas to the table and do something that like other people haven't really done before I don't want to write the same thing everybody's writing or you know I feel like for a while I was kind of confined by like my initial books and my characters and coming out as a teen author and, you know, like, you know how a lot of teen auth- yeah. like artists talk about that, like having to make that adjustment, um, you know, growing up. And I'm unique because I've grown with a lot of my readers and a lot of writers don't have that experience, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's definitely d- different. And then now like I do the model and stuff too. So people are starting to like recognize me for that. And then they learn about the books or vice versa. So, you know, everything's kind of working out together. So
0: that's what's up. Yeah. All right. So now we have reached the most random segment of this podcast. I'm
1: excited. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so this is normally my favorite segment. Yeah. i preface it by saying that um, if you would like to explain your answer, you can. Okay. But if you share what you <laughs> said and that's it, then we can yeah. just move on. Okay. All right. So um, the first one is going to be phone call or text
1: phone call i'm old school man like yo look text is Listen. cool. sometimes like you know when you're in a hurry and a lot of times i am on the go don't get me wrong so like little quick things is cool um you know when you're dealing with a guy and like y'all are both busy just a quick text here and there just so you would let me know like if you think about me throughout the day is cool whatever if we can't you know talk but like at some point like i want to hear your voice i want to like really talk to you really get to know you i feel like I get so much more across in, like, a two-minute phone call than I'll ever will with a 30-minute text conversation. Like, it's just, I'm just not built like that. Like, I don't ex- I, I don't express myself well through text. I feel like a lot of times when I text people, like, I'm in positions where, like, I'm bored, kind of, or, like, I'm not really doing much. So, like, that's when I'm doing that. So, I don't know. I just, I like a phone call. It shows more effort, um... And I just like to hear people's voices. It makes you closer to the person. Like, you know, a text message, it could be anybody on the other end of that phone. Like, it could be anybody.
0: Listen, you are literally the only person to have said phone call. (laughs) I, too, am a phone call type person. So you just became my favorite person. (laughs) on my computer. Yeah, I heard you (laughs) react like, oh, my God. Like, somebody said phone call. But, yes, I'm old (laughs) school in that way. I am. Um, Ice cream cone or snow cone?
1: Ice cream. Oh, yeah, girl. Let me tell you. So, like, when I was a little girl, so I, my hometown is Redden, Pennsylvania, and I lived there till I was like nine, but I, you know, I've been in Michigan ever since then. Okay. But, like, when I lived in, in Redden and, you know, I'm on the block and stuff, and I remember, like, the ice cream man would be coming blocks away, and I'd be, like, screaming, like, the ice cream man coming, and, like, I was, like, the whole block would hear me, and you couldn't even see him yet. Like, I mean, he's so many blocks away, but sure enough, he was coming, and I was, like, on it. I was getting my ice cream, like, every time. Like, mom, I was, I was such a little brat. like. <laughs> 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 but yes, girl. I, I love ice cream. I love ice cream. It's like one of those foods I can eat like all the time. Nice.
0: Okay. Um. Doo-doo-doo. Nice car or nice home interior?
1: Nice home interior. Nice home interior. Because I feel like you spend more time in your house. I feel like that's really where you're gonna like that's gonna like drain you like if your house is gross you know what i'm saying where it's like your car i mean yes it can be kind of a downer but i feel like i gotta keep my like surroundings like right i don't know if that makes sense but i can't like i can't be like living like all in clutter and stuff and it's kind of like you know like my mind is cluttered like i i need things to be kind of like a certain way in a sense like and i feel like i have like ocd or nothing crazy but i just <laughs> ugh, like yeah like I, I would need my house to be nice before the car And plus, like, cars, you know, they depreciate, like, you know, it's not the, I don't feel like it's, like, the wisest investment. I feel like you get more out of investing in your house and making your house nice. Like, that's the smarter, the smarter move, so.
0: All right. Um, I'm going to do two more. Okay. Uh, Pancakes or waffles? Waffles, for sure.
1: Pancakes? I don't know, pancakes be, like, so heavy sometimes. Like, they, I don't know. I'm kind of weird about what I eat in the morning, but waffles, for sure. Waffles are like some strawberries on it, for sure, yeah.
0: All right. And the last one is going to say city or beach.
1: Oh, city. I know I'm kind of probably backwards with that, but like I'm a city girl at heart. I love the energy of the city. Like, you know, like when I was little, um, I would be going to New York a lot. Um, I have family. I stayed like in Jersey and at at one point I stayed in the city. So, you know, I was going to like Radio City Music Hall, seeing all like the Disney on ice shows and stuff when I was little and just coming up like just through the years, I remember, like, my sweet my 16. Sweet my mom took me to New York for a week, and, like, I got my porch drawn in Central Park and, like, you know, rode carriages when they still had them and stuff at Central Park and cool stuff like that. And, like, I love art and everything, so to be surrounded by, like, the different, and history, so, like, to be surrounded by different, like, art and history and architecture, like, I love that. I have just recently started taking um, trips out to L.A., so I have been out there in August last year and then November last year. And I'm actually working on going back in ma- in May of this year. Um, so, I'm trying to, like, expand out that way and everything like that. But even when I go out there, like, I stay downtown. Like, I stay in the heart of the city. Mm-hmm. So, I might venture out to the beach and stuff. But, like, I'm not a wild water girl at all. Like, no. I'm not for it. I'm not for it. Um, you know, I mean, I, like, I like to go, like, um, I think it would be fun to go jet skiing someday or parasailing, certain things like that. But, like too much stuff be going on and it's too much stuff down there like the ocean is kind of like a fear for i'm good on that so yeah like i might go dip my toes in the, in the surf but i'm not like really getting in there i'm at the beach if i'm at the beach i'm tanning like I'm not, like i'm not getting in that water like that like yeah i mm, no so that's yeah i'm good on that <laughs> so city all the way i rather i rather be at somebody rooftop pool than in the wild ocean
0: yo like my- we just met today, but we now friends. Like, <laughs> cause we is here, like all the way. <laughs> and like,
1: I'm a water sign, you know. I'm a Pisces. at that, you know. Like my birthday just passed and stuff, so, so like Pisces season. But you know, I I love to be around natural water. Like I love to look at it and be around mm-hmm. it. It's very common for me. It, it's very like inspiring for me. It just it puts me in the zone. Like I just feel like real at peace. But as far as like getting it. <laughs>
0: No, like no, I'm, mm, I'm good.
1: No, I like I had too many stories of like situations with like canoes and rafts on. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> All right. So we have reached the last segment of the show where okay. you can tell us about your work and anything that you have going on. Um if you have anything coming out soon, if you're working on some things and you want to talk mm. about that, feel free.
1: Yes. So I mean, definitely check out my books. Like, I do not write boring books. I feel like my books are truly something special. It's kind of like a movie in your hands. So, you know, we got the Fast Life series. That's in, you know, it's completed now. So you got three solid books of that. And then we got the Stand the Alone book, A 16 Isn't Always Sweet. But, you know, my newest book is the third part of the Fast Life series, which is Paradise and Promises and Ends of the Fast Life. And it's actually, like, the thickest book in the... Th- In the series um I put a lot into it I feel like it definitely showcases a lot of growth with me and my characters and the story and people really seem to enjoy it so you know if you're looking for something good you know whether you stuck in the house because it's crappy weather like how it is half the time here in Michigan right now or you know if you're at the beach you're traveling whatever it definitely is like I write like quick entertaining you know reads and stuff like that so You know, um, definitely check out those. I did kind of start a blog for my missus.com, which I, this year I want to kind of like rebrand, I guess. So I'm kind of in the process of that and kind of merging my writing interests with my modeling. Um, As far as like events and things that are coming up soon for me, I'll be um, hosting this event called like Trap Art that's coming to Detroit. Um, They kind of originated out in Cali actually, and they go around the country and they come and, like, showcase different artists and cities and stuff like that. So it's really cool. And it kind of touches along with my interest in art and stuff like I was talking about. So um, so I'm definitely doing that. And then, like, I'll be modeling in the Fashion Massacre, which is in May. But I'm still waiting to get the exact dates on that. So my rehearsals are going to be starting for that soon. And I'm definitely, um, I think I'm gearing up to start, like, outlining a new project, like, something new to write. Um, But like I said, the blog is definitely, you know, getting more content for the blog together and kind of figuring out an overall look I want to do so I can kind of keep pushing that forward and and kind of keep building off of the two things that I'm kind of most interested in right now, which is the modeling and the writing. So, um, because I will admit, I kind of took a break with my modeling. I had uh, like lost my grandfather in November and then my great-grandmother in January. And so like that kind of really you know, it was a lot for me to process. And so I really wasn't like in the mood to write, wasn't feeling real inspired. So I'm just kind of getting back, like I feel like I'm a hustle, I'm a grind. And so some of these ideas that I've had for a while, I think I'll start really kind of putting down on paper pretty soon.
0: All right, well, um, two things I wanna touch on really briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry to hear about the losses in your family. I know how you can be, you know, to deal with. Um, that grief compounding. Cause that's essentially back to back. Like you don't even, yeah. have, you know, the yeah. space to even properly grieve. Um, and when something like that happens, it uh, just always, oh, it just some, done something to my spirit. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did want to offer my condolences for your losses. Um, and I also want to say that um, I think it's cool that you're uh, maneuvering <laughs> different areas of art, right? I feel like innately writers are creative in ways that often translate to visual type things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um it's really interesting to see people who aren't just writers. Like people, yeah. oh, I write and I'm also a photographer. Oh, I'll write yeah. and I'm also a model. Like it's still oh, part it of
1: storytelling. Now. You know what I'm saying? Yep. The visual portion of this of the storytelling. So like, you know, and and to to you know touch on that too further, like I had a lot of people that you know, when they read the books they say, oh I can see this as a movie or you need to make these movies. So it was something i had discussed even again last night and i'm like you know i'm not quite there yet i don't feel like but i definitely see that in the future and it is something that eventually i would like to work towards is um you know making the books movies or even like i think fast life would make a really dope like netflix series like to break the book up into like episodes and shit like people would lose their mind like i really believe that so you know i think it would translate well um you know but i like i said it's just I'm I'm building to that point. You know, I, that's not cuz I want it to be done right. I don't want to just like rush into anything. Like yeah. I'm really I try to be more conscious of like my work and you know, it's really important that I show like my growth every time, especially cuz you know, when I started out, I was a kid I, and yeah. the, that, the first books I wrote and put and presented to the world, I wrote as a child, like I was still a teenager. So you know, to grow up and then come, you know, have a hiatus in between books to come back in the game, like basically in business for myself, doing everything myself, having to teach myself a lot of stuff. Like, you know, it was, it's definitely been a very like, uh, interesting, long journey. I've learned a lot along the way and, you know, still am, but, um, you know, just, I just, am striving to grow and get better. And like this year, my big theme is like to be more progressive and not just productive um, so not just, you know, cranking out stuff, just to crank out stuff. I want to
0: mm-hmm.
1: actually be, you know, make an impact and like, you know, really stand out with, you know, whether it be the pictures or the writing or whatever it, it may be.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much, uh, Cassandra. I really appreciate yeah, you. Thank you. Uh, um, this was actually a really good interview. I enjoyed thank learning you. more about you. Thank um, you. And I'm I'm gonna have to get into your work, you know? Um, thank you. Yes. Please do. Yeah. I
1: like, I, now that we have, like, so much in common, we chit-chat, like, you definitely have to, like, check it out. Let me know what you think.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna know, have to get like,
1: into it. I mean, because, like, you see my reviews and stuff, people really be feeling it. And, like, I, I just am always so amazed when people come back to me and they, like, take so much away from the stories. And, you know, the stories, like, really stick with them. And then they're, like, really excited to you know read the sequels or like people that don't like to read will be like I don't like to read or I hated reading but I read your work and like now yeah. I love it and like I read this book a million times and you know stuff like that so yeah you definitely got to check it out for let me know what you think well maybe we can talk again we can talk about the books like more in detail next time
0: <laughs> yeah for real that's what's up yeah um, yeah thank you so much
1: yep thank you I don't know how
0: to wrap this up so I'm just gonna say bye <laughs> alright girl well have a good rest of your day <laughs> you too <laughs> bye you hey.